0: Hey, hey, Bachelor Masters coming at you. It's early in the morning here on Thursday that we're recording. It begs the question, is it too early to be talking about The Bachelor? No. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think it might be. My brain isn't quite ready to talk about, you know, is Michael A. going to hook up with
1: Craig, I finished the episode this morning at, like, 6.30 a.m.-ish.
0: Yeah, see, that's my po- oh, that's point. exactly my point.
1: But it was good because it was a little dark out, and I love that. I no. love watching it. In no, the no, no, no. It's no. my favorite time of day. No. And it, I don't like <laughs> being in bed at that time. I like waking up at that time, getting up. But watching TV is like a treat. Like, what, I'm watching TV at 6.30 a.m., what? It's fun. <sighs>
0: Well, you know me, they used to uh, they used to play episodes of Married with Children at like 6 in the morning, and I used to love watching those. It's like no better show at 6 in the morning than Married with Children.
1: Yeah, I, I know the morning air makes you sick.
0: <laughs> yes, but it really, does.
1: really, it's probably the other way around.
0: <laughs> no, I used to, when I lived downtown, and when I lived in downtown LA, it was the only time it was ever quiet was like 3 or 4 in the morning. So I used to get up and walk down to a 24-hour diner and have breakfast at, like, 4 in the morning. Denny's? Uh, I don't think it was a Denny's. I think it was, like, uh... the pantry. No, not the pantry. No. I
1: was just saying the Denny's because that one is so gross and I figure you'd be there. But, no, I get you. Okay.
0: No, it was, like, on, like, I don't know, 6th and Flower or something like that.
1: I, I believe you like the morning when you stay up all night. But yes. I don't, yes. I know you don't like the morning. In the morning, I got you. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, it's like Caitlin.
1: I'm sure you're ooh, on team Craig here. or
0: not? Are Genevieve and Aaron <laughs> going to hook up? Oh, do, do 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 It just doesn't seem quite as impactful oh, no, at
2: eight perfect. fifteen in the morning. My brain is like <laughs> mornings. <laughs> ready you're, to what, go. What's that, Caitlin? So oh, you dare asked how I felt about mornings if I was on your side, Craig, and I'm. I'm on your side although I don't like staying up all night either because sure. sleeping is like my favorite thing.
0: So. Yes. Well, you're in the future. You're 3 hours ahead of us. So you're, I am. you're past the you're past the morning hours.
2: Well, no, it is still technically the morning right now. Uh it's just later in the morning and I still don't love it.
0: Right. So you well so you can talk about the bachelor your brain's out of its bachelor fog. <laughs>
2: Yes, that time of day we all know when you first wake up and your brain is in bachelor fog.
0: <laughs> all right, well, I guess we could talk about this. A lot of it happened. they made they're made trying to make Genevieve a star by showing her it's a lot., real,
1: real rough on it. I mean, like uh, i I had thought last week, and I didn't say it, that she's just as annoying as Ashley <laughs> I was: And then they brought Ashley Eye on. And they, hadn't, they didn't really have them interact because they can't be in the same place at the same time or something. I was very like, oh, look at that. <laughs> they brought them Ooh,
0: I'm Ashley I. I'm what? married to Jared, who I stalked uh, for the better part of two years.
1: Yeah, yeah. She was... She, I Okay, so just to recap for those people who don't remember this. She was definitely... Uh, after him for about two seasons. But then she was also on Bachelor Winter Games, that offshoot of the Olympics being on ABC for one year, because normally they're on NBC, right? right? Or maybe not. Or maybe it was just because they were on NBC and they were trying to compete. I don't remember. Yeah. Look, that part yeah. doesn't matter. The, part the Olympics
0: are always on NBC.
1: Yeah. that part. Yes, I believe that. But I thought it was weird that they did this Olympic uh, you know, reference, because typically networks don't reference each other um but she was on this show trying to date other people and still talking about jared who was not on the show <laughs> right and it this is not like some this is a exception story this is not a good story this is a story of get over. you should have gotten over it and you should not have married like what happened to jared not that ashley's horrible but did he hit his head <laughs> like what? Why did he cave? Like I, yeah. I'm unsure, and it's not after it's not all those years. He, he
0: finally caved and gave in to her demands, and now they're married right, with but kids. We
1: have no idea about how they got together, why they got together. Right. It seems it makes her.
0: Well, we know it, it, it from her happy. perspective. Why we don't know it from his perspective. Why?
1: What's her perspective?
0: That she stalked him. But from his perspective why did he cave that's the question
2: do you think it's like those things you know how there's been men who will try to wear down women (laughs) to dating them is this the reverse like she wore him down yeah that's the
1: feeling we get that she you know only gave him love i mean this is not a true narrative ever in the world but that she Gave and gave and gave to the point where he's like, wow, you really are great. Okay. <laughs> and then they're getting engaged. It doesn't make any sense in a practical way. Right. So, do you remember very- her
0: sister was on Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I do. Um, right. And they're very Kardashian-esque yeah. on purpose. They wear they too
0: much makeup. To they woo-woo. Well, she cries a lot. I don't remember the sister crying a lot, but I don't remember much about the sister.
1: Yeah. When you have so many ways of crying that you have different levels of crying, like (laughs) we showed it last night, where she laugh cried, which is very genuine. (laughs) I mean, there's something endearing about her, for sure. No, there isn't. Don't (laughs) say that. Yes, there is. Genevieve, in comparison, is much more obnoxious. I
0: would rather hang out with Genevieve than with Ashley I.
1: No, okay, Caitlin. Now you're a tie- tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. Now
0: here's the thing with uh, with Genevieve. <laughs> Sorry, Caitlin, I'm jumping in. She won't stop touching her hair. It's like her nervous tick, mm. Genevieve, she's uh, constantly I, playing my, with her hair.
1: My uh, the obnoxious thing I the thing I find obnoxious about Genevieve that. Throws me off is her. It looks like she's never had a manicure before, (laughs) because she doesn't quite know how to hold her hands, and she uses them way too much to do things, but doesn't want to. I think we're talking about manicure is like stays the same. I think we're
0: talking about the same thing.
1: She looks like a thirteen-year-old who just, for the first time ever, got them (laughs) done, and so she holds things strangely. She moves her hair strangely. I don't like that feeling makes me feel like it looks like she just got, you know, the first time you ever dress up in mama's heels and clothes, but it looks, she looks out of place. She looks uncomfortable in a way. Oh, I find it endearing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I find her annoying. And I found her annoying since she was on Clayton season. Like I didn't, I didn't really like her on my TV then. So I don't love her being on the TV now, but I will say, in terms of people being annoying on their screen time in Paradise, I found that girl Haley worse.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: because her voice was very grating. Kind of
0: apples and oranges, though.
2: Yeah, but I was like, why is she? First of all, with Haley, my biggest annoyance. I was like, why is she on my screen? Right now? <laughs> I was like, who is this? Why is she constantly getting screen time in this, like, two episodes? And she has a voice that's very, like, nasally, maybe? Something about it was just like, ooh, I I don't want to hear you talking. But yet they're showing me you talking all the time.
0: Right.
1: Um, Well, actually, I have it here. (laughs) You put it on her voice. But wait, I need to set this up, Craig, because I have a question for you about it. Okay. Now uh it has been a one of the most perplexing mysteries on the bachelor to all of us, the three of us, and I'm sure including a lot of bachelor nation, why people like Logan, why anyone would ever <laughs> like Logan, why he's not a knight to cut is way beyond us. So.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But here's the strange thing here is that Logan is not interested in Haley in this cut. Right. But I'm having trouble not seeing that he does want women to chase after him. And he does do a little bit of fishing. Uh, He's disinterested, but he keeps asking questions to the point where I'm like, is he disinterested? So Caitlin... (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead and concentrate on her voice. It is. I have not paid attention to it, so I'd like to on this clip. But I'd also like to know, Craig,
2: yeah. from
1: your point of view, what is the male brain doing here? Because I feel like he is maybe leading her on a little bit.
3: Are you uh, feeling good about like conversations you've had?
1: Yeah. I'm just in my shell, yeah.
0: shell a lot. So You're what? I'm in my shell a lot of the time.
3: You're in your shallow?
0: In my shell. Yeah, like yeah. a snail.
3: Of course.
0: You sure. know, All and they right. they're shy, so they go in their shell.
1: I think that's a turtle. You know,
0: that's like an analogy. You know.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, when are, are you coming out?
2: Hmm. Maybe tonight.
1: What's gonna happen tonight?
2: <sighs> I'm just gonna be chatting it up.
3: With
0: uh, you again. Yeah.
1: Mhm. I don't. I don't- is this why I don't think afterwards?
0: he's leading her on at all. No. <laughs> no. But I, I
1: mean is is that what he's do is that what he thinks he's is that what it, No, he's just I trying
0: think... to be polite.
1: Really? Okay. So there's zero interest. <laughs> yeah,
0: zero I, interest.
2: I got zero interest from him during this conversation. I think he was just like like he's talking to somebody basically, right? Like like Craig was saying, not exactly polite. But it's more like, well, there's a girl here who's talking to him and he's going to he's going to respond to a thing she's saying. But he does not seem to be paying very close attention at all or like care what she's saying. Yeah.
1: Right. But there's a reason. I mean, women do not like putting themselves through this when a guy is not interested. You do not want to. But the
0: guys have the roses.
1: Yeah. But also. don't you remember how the show works? Is it it so early in the
0: morning that we've forgotten the format here?
1: I still feel like there's a women there's a reason women like Logan and it might be this little tiny shred of you know no matter what he acts like the important one I think, he's uh, tall. It might be a I think that's what's going way.
2: on here <laughs> huh? I think he's what? just tall, and they've fallen into you know that fallacy of like is he cute or is he just tall I think he's just tall
1: is he that tall? Is he mm. that tall?
2: I don't know. He looked tall on TV. So
1: <laughs> looked tall. He just looks like a melted Cronenberg face. Like he's <laughs> not David. Not, but like a monster. A Cronenberg like, oh, this human is melting here. In front. I just, I, I, I know mm-hmm. it's a mystery to everybody, right? There's no one who's watching their TV who's like, yeah, I get it. Why don't you get it? No. It's like no. Anyway. <laughs> So well, that mystery is solved. You go, Craig. What? Okay.
2: Go ahead. Next. Go ahead with what?
1: Whatever's, whatever's on your mind. Whatever's on either one of your minds.
0: Oh, I don't have anything on my mind.
1: Mm.
2: Should we?
0: I use... thought we went over this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd like to talk about Sally's suitcase and the skit with Wells. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, yes. The suitcase that they broke into and invaded her privacy, even though the producers prompted them to open it because they had planted a vibrator in there.
2: Well, the whole thing, the whole suitcase is fake, I'm pretty sure. I think everything in there is a prop.
0: How did they get them to open up the suitcase?
2: I'm assuming some, like, a producer off screen just said, you should open the suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise, it, yeah, it really didn't make much sense for like they're all freaking out that the suitcase says Sally, which means like where is Sally? She must be here. I guess that suddenly leaps to let's open our suitcase and discover what secrets are in yeah. there you know yeah.
0: and that's where Genevieve really starts to lose it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's very odd to me because I feel like if somebody I'm trying to put myself in their situation of being like my romantic rival. Is probably arriving weirdly. Her suitcase is here, but nobody knows where she is. I don't think my first thought would be like, "Well, what if we open through her suitcase and rifle through her clothes? That'll help us figure out the mystery."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well,
1: this. Go ahead. Well...
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I got nothing. Go ahead. Okay. Just assume I, I got just... nothing on this episode. I'm. Right, I'm still. Right. I'm still trying to get caffeinated enough to dive into this (laughs) this episode this
1: this this episode and last and you know these this pair are full of so many forced scenarios and skits and you know they had to populate a dance club Uh, yeah it just it it you know there was the skit and then there was and to me even bringing James and Aaron On the beach. We're going to jump ahead a little bit. Because I feel like this is related.
0: We're James and Aaron. We're always together.
1: I totally felt. That they were not. Interested at all. And starting with. The forced recap. They they had to recap for us five times. About the Genevieve Cheney. Argument that they had. And they did the Bravo flashback. And especially Aaron's voice here. James and Aaron are. Oh, besties. sorry. This is the forced recap, which was very frustrating so a just play it.
2: Shanae called out Aaron and Genevieve at the woman's told all. Aaron wasn't oh, even there. Aaron didn't appreciate it. Oh Aaron goodness, got pissed off of so
1: at that. So now This is gonna be spicy. It no. took it took them like <laughs> five times that they had to recap it until the whole crew until the whole yeah they're like
0: oh meanwhile james and aaron have been taking steroids this past year to get prepped for this (laughs) this season (laughs)
1: well here's here's Aaron kind of forcing his way through a typical bachelor diatribe or monologue or whatever i
3: think that I can kind of be a little bit guarded, and so I don't like to
0: necessarily, like, reveal how I feel a lot of times, but I don't want to do that anymore. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think we have great chemistry, and I had a ton of fun today, and I want to do that over and over and over.
3: <laughs> um, maybe, like, not exactly those things, but other, <laughs> other things, but with, uh, the same teammate, you know? Aww, um That's cute. And, and that's just how I feel.
1: That's cute, she says. I I felt, yeah, I I totally felt like it was very fake, very forced. And of course, bringing Sinead and Genevieve on the same date, also very fake and very forced. So again, these two are on the beach just to hang out and have fun with each other. Again, I'll tell you what was forced. What
0: was forced was James making out with Sinead.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yikes. Because
0: remember, Sinead thought Aaron was hot. You know, she never said anything about James, and then James is like...
2: So yeah, she said Aaron is super hot, and I believe what she said about James was something like, he's very easy to talk to.
1: Yeah. No one likes James. No one's in the history of The Bachelor like James. But the cutest... I mean, look, Aaron is so naturally funny. What? Wait, What? That's what makes it so hard. Yeah, he's like the goofball that you want to have around, no. which makes it very, you know. No, 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 no. The forcedness, this. I disagree. Actually, he's so cute. Okay, what about this cute thing that he says? Kiss time. <laughs> Did you hear? Kiss time now. <laughs> oh my so god. So
0: you like roided up? You he's, like roided up beefcake no, men, is what you're saying. He,
1: his brain can be at anyone's
2: body and he's
1: hilarious. Right Caitlin. No. Right, Caitlin. No. Always
2: been I actually do find that there's some sort of charm about Aaron.
1: <sighs> yep. In your face, Craig. Women are like all over that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's like traditionally the most handsome, etc., but there is something like funny and charming about him that makes you be like, Oh, all right, yeah, I I get it. I get why women are into Aaron
0: no they just like dumb men that's why they like that's why you women like him because he's dumb <laughs> yeah exactly he's,
2: he's he's
1: very he's very cute funny and that's a hard thing that you know yeah not not my type at all but he's pretty pretty funny um especially for the bachelor franchise where you get zero funny people so hmm. i don't know but this these again this pair of episodes Make me think that we're in for another bad season of very forced, very faked relationships and drama, which is frustrating to watch because it's not compelling. Right. Where, you know, throw a bunch of people on the beach. Give them a bunch of alcohol. I promise you'll have good TV. Maybe you'll have to work harder as a producer, which is maybe what they don't want to do because they've been on a COVID clock of trying to churn out shows that they've had delayed. So maybe they're exhausted, but I don't care They're producers, they make the big bucks Do it, you know, give us good TV So um, There's my There's my frustration That's like, this is very, oh no, no, no We're not going here, but yeah, I'm I, I ECR like
0: I like Aaron. Aaron who took steroids For the last year to get prepped for the show
1: Aaron's always been big dude It's James who looked bigger <laughs> Yeah also, mm-hmm.
2: has James always had like a full leg sleeve tattoo, or is that new? Oh, it's, it's
1: the classic. It's the classic. Uh, uh, girls love tattoo. Because
2: <laughs> I don't remember it being like a full. It covers the whole leg thing last year, but maybe I'm. Maybe my memory's just faulty. But I was like, did he get a new leg tattoo for Paradise? He, <laughs> he
0: got, got some ink.
1: A new look. He has the shaved bottom of his head. You know, he did not look like that before. But yeah, that I mean, okay, Craig.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Sinead and James kissing. We've talked before yes. about ethics. It's forced. I, I thought that that it's unethical <sighs> for the producer to hug Rachel the Bachelorette as a television or it's in the gray area. I'm Wait, saying what? that there's an ethics issue here.
0: When did a producer hug Rachel? Where, where does that come from?
1: Um, because I feel like this goes into the ethics territory again.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so we have an I ethics even... drop. No,
1: no, we don't. <laughs> Nor should we. This is... <laughs> should we play
0: the history drop?
1: <laughs> no, no. Play I, any I drop. Have... Oh my God. Craig, I need, I, I, I just, I just have to, you know, put a pin in this as another strange ethical concern on Rachel's season. When she wanted to dump Tyler at his hometown, they showed a clip of the producer hugging her. And I kind of got a like icky feeling from that thinking okay. there is a producer kind of push along here and they had to show it to us. Right. uh because they wanted to show kind of a, this is real, this is human, it's uh-huh. totally, you know, she's conflicted. In this case, yes, they made Shanae and James make out. Maybe even Genevieve <laughs> and Aaron make out. Maybe that was forced as well, I can see that. Is there, I don't in know. your guys' side, an ethical issue? if If what I'm saying is true about forced.
2: All right. Because I was going to say, I don't know if they would even have to suggest these things to them or if the contestants just kind of automatically know, well, we're on a date. We should probably make out unless we're like not going, you know what I mean? Like, unless this date is going so horribly badly that that's a different plot line. But like, Uh if it seems to be going well, I think they all just kind of assume they're going to be kissing, you know?
1: Right. Right. But. Right? Do they put them in the situation, and then just go like, you know, they don't quite have to push them all the way there. Right. They do have to set it up so that they get the hint. I, I don't know. I, I obviously <sighs> th- there's well, a lot, there's, we've there's, learned there's a lot of like they they did to themselves kind of talk. They could.
0: We've learned me. that that they can say no to kissing because Brittany tells. Romeo to buzz off. I think that was Romeo.
2: Yeah, that was. I
1: definitely want to go go into that, but because we're on a time clock here, I want to get Michael out of the way. Because this is another huge interesting this is my my top of topic of interest here. So Caitlin, do you want to recap the real bachelor jobs Instagram website rundown on Michael?
2: Hey. Okay, um, <laughs> so I don't have it in front of me right now, but I had sent this to y'all in a text, and actually I shared it with our super fan Jocelyn as well around the same time, because I I think I read it at some point during like this last Bachelorette season, but you know Michael wasn't on those, so it wasn't super relevant then. But basically, this site Real Bachelor Jobs they do features on like is the job that's shown on a contestant's Chiron like is that what they actually do right um and often it is not I would say like every once in a while they have had reports where it's like yeah that's actually what they do that's interesting you know like actually I think with Romeo was one of the ones that it was like yes he is a like academic mathematician <laughs> that is uh-huh. his real job uh, with Michael A, they were like, so it basically just says like business owner or whatever on his or like small businessman or whatever. Um, yeah. So they did a series on him because they turns out that there was more there than they thought. Um, Crypto. <laughs> no. No, but instead it was like his businesses seem kind of shady. Um, that like he's got, I'm going to pull it up right now so I can say exactly. So he's like, you know, business owner is what he was billed as, but he has some businesses, but, and he also talked to them about like, he, he tried to debunk what they said, but then he didn't actually provide any proof. So they said they were going to leave it up. Um, but it basically said <laughs> that one of his businesses is, is, it seemed like they were doing like pandemic profiteering basically uh, that it was like buying PPE and then reselling it at highly marked up prices during the early days of the pandemic. Um, that one's called all I assume is how you pronounce it. Uh, yeah. And that, that seems not great, obviously. So he buys PPE and resells PPE at a, a markup so that not good, I think the one that maybe I was like, obviously, that's not great. Um, There were a few others that made me be like, oh, I feel a little icky about him now. So he had one that's called St. James Therapeutics, and it was created with him and his late wife. Uh, But he has another thing. Oh, it's with his dad. He has one where he had said that it's a certified women-owned business, but the business records say that actually no women work there Uh so that's kind of a weird shady action as well and then there was like the charity not charity thing um the l4 project uh isn't a charity it's a project um Mm -hmm. so basically it's not set up as like you know the business is registered as a for-profit company not a non-profit as most charities would be set up as and so it's not tax exempt. It's not like a 501c3 thing, which is weird when you're selling it essentially as a charity. Um, he called it a caused based LLC, which they did some research on. It's like nobody else has ever used that phrase. <laughs> it's like not it's not a legal term. It's not like a real term. It's something right. he says. Um it seemed a little shady to me because of the idea is that you have a charity essentially set up. That's about kind of your wife's memory. And then it turns out it's not legally a charity uh-huh. and it's like, they're asking for volunteers, but volunteers for a for-profit business is also sort of shady. Yeah. So everything about it just seemed like that essentially he does do business things, but he's like a shady businessman.
0: Cool.
1: What is, no. What
0: better way to promote? you his, his are all all business. Cool.
2: Love picture. a shady businessman.
0: <laughs> business needs to be ruthless in this world in order to get stuff, stuff done. The businesses Craig, need to are be. Are you
1: saying there is no ethical consumption
2: under? There's
0: no such thing as ethical businesses. Is what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> okay. Describe I mean, you're not facts. wrong, Craig, but <laughs> I would say this does seem worse than like if you're gonna be a contestant on a TV show like this,
1: right. and your
2: whole storyline is like, I'm an excellent dad, which again has nothing to do with his businesses. So right. that's like I'm
0: tremendous. an excellent but dad, too.
2: His storyline and his personality is like, I'm a single dad, my wife died, I'm like just trying to make it through and find love again. And then people turn out that you're like profiteering off a pandemic and you have a like charity not charity about your dead wife just makes it seem like like you're profiting off of your dead wife's memory and I don't love that as hey, something
0: if you can't <laughs> profit I, off your dead wife's memory what can you profit off th- th-
1: This is a dating show and we know that when people cheat on their partner or misleading i.e. Nate from Gabby's side of that bachelorette season is, you know, Oh, questionable, but that is nothing compared to how despicable it is to profit in times of crisis. Well, a war
0: profiteering concern. has been a long established American. <laughs> uh,
1: it's
2: a American sure. tradition for
1: it's, sure. Yeah, tradition.
0: That's the, the word I was th- looking for. There's
1: something that is actually illegal.
0: War profiteering. No way.
1: No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say war profiteering. I thought you meant profiteering general.
0: Profiteering. Oh, like being a pirate? Are we privateers be profiteering. You
1: can't sell uh, necessary – you can't mark up water during a hurricane. You can't mark up PPE during a public health crisis. There's laws against – You can't mark
0: up ballistic missiles during a war in the desert.
1: Okay, oh, so wait. your excuse is just everything's like this, therefore he can do it and keep building his business. It's
0: not my excuse. I'm just trying to say that he's just doing what everyone else does. Good for him.
1: What, whatever, this is, this is what's wrong. Like, if there's anyone, like I said, you know, there's plenty of people we can say, oh, you know, that guy cheated on his wife. Okay, not our business. This is our business. This is... <laughs> and then he, the worst part is he's getting the best of all cuts, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's getting he's a marvelous cut. And, yeah. and, and, and no, no one could ever in Bachelor Nation call him out on this, unlike when you cheat on your partner. Yeah. You can call someone out on that on a dating show.
2: And right? I will say, like honestly, I, I liked Michael on Katie's season, and I think he's a cute man physically but i'm also a little like weirded out by his presence on paradise in general especially you know the first episode where he's going on and on about how he's like he keeps on talking about how old he is and how young the women (laughs) are and i'm like you're making me feel very uncomfortable here like there's just something about this as well that also i think adds to like Knowing that he's like got these weird shady business dealings, and then watching him on this beach be like making out with Sierra, which is the weirdest coupling to me. I'm like, she is not moving to small town Ohio to be a stepmom. Like this doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> you know, fuck so, this dude forever. I hate this guy. I always have, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but now I'm like, fuck this dude. Like I. Well, I hate see
0: that him that adds another level go. to it, though. We didn't talk about the Ohio. Connection because in Ohio you really got to scrap in order to make a living. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> you really got. You really got to dig deep. People.
0: What? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> okay. Um.
0: <laughs> have well, you been to Ohio, ECR?
1: I know you guys met in Ohio. No, I have never been to Ohio. Oh
2: yeah, I guess we did meet. I would forgot about yes, that. We met in Ohio. Also, to other parts of Ohio as well. Sorry,
1: Caitlin. Go ahead and finish your point. Um.
2: <laughs> no,
1: I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I am going to say i can not believe Craig is defending him.
2: <laughs> I'm not. I find it him. hard to believe, also, just because it's very. We have disliked contestants for a lot less than what we're getting with Michael A. Right? But like, he has this weird business stuff. He leaves his son multiply time for shows and tries to tell us that his son wants him to find a new mom and literally right. said that to him. Right. And then the new mom it. he's finding is like hip fashionable Sierra who's never going to move to Ohio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not defending him. I'm just being realistic. Like, who are these people that are buying marked up PPE loans? I see, I blame them for being. Suckers, I don't blame the middleman hospitals
1: who and like they should
0: their uh, administrators should have been on like, the ball and gotten the PPE me. loans from the government, not no, 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 some no, no, no. second party these, seller these, from these Ohio. Are
1: subcontractors, these are sub. The, I, I just read a book on this. These are subcontractors who are, I mean, this is not some you should have been prepared thing. This is get prepared. Oh, this is all that's available. I don't, I don't think this is a, you know, oh, you waited till the eleventh hour and you're supposed right. to be hunkering down in your bunker and now you will go out to Walmart and get water. Right. No, this is this is something else. Right. Right. You didn't. This is not. You did not evacuate because you chose not to. This is something that that's why. Uh, you I just
0: wrote a read a book on this. What was it called? Like PPE loans it was, explained. Was
1: covid profiteers
2: yeah um... the loans it's the like um personal protective equipment the stuff you wear in hospitals and in the early pandemic that like people outside of hospitals are trying to buy too and they were told not to because hospitals didn't have enough to, right. you know like, the like yeah
0: there was a there was a guy who bought like you know a million bottles of water and then couldn't sell them because the because like the law said, you couldn't sanitizer. sell it.
2: Yes. Yeah, so
1: this is but, but,
2: yeah,
0: hand sanitizer. So that, was example.
1: Example. that was it. That, that's the example of people who get. It was called coronavirus, Cr- coronavirus criminals and pandemic profiteers. Accountability for those who caused the crisis. You
0: just read that book.
1: Right. Yes. I tell you, you, I'm in breastfeeding hell. <laughs>
0: shouldn't you have led with that? Like, hey guys, I just read this book on.
2: It didn't have a chapter COVID on Michael A. <laughs> It should have a chapter on Michael A. It'd be like a reality TV show contestant has done this thing also. It just
0: seems really weird to me that we just spent 10 minutes talking about COVID profiteering. And you just now are saying that you, you read a book about COVID profiteering.
1: I, I, I made the post because Caitlin sent me the thing and I was very upset about it, if you remember that, in our back mm-hmm. channel Text here.
2: It does make sense on, now how you were I so have, upset you, you were reading the book and getting all this context at the same time. And I just sent it because I was thinking about how, oh, Michael A is back on TV. And I was like, oh, I guess I never shared this thing that I learned months ago about him. I'll share it with him now.
1: Yeah. Th- this is why I, I pulled it. I was very, um, what? Very Find passionate out. about it, as Caitlin just said. It was, I mean, a lot of people did this and a lot of people did it in this way where they promised product that they didn't have, but then Uh kept the money. And I I am, you know, that is totally possible with Michael's company because a lot of people did not have the product, but still got all the, the money. So, uh, I, the, the thing is, is that the book is very political and I am trying my best to navigate that, those politics.
0: Where did you get the book?
1: The library.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> you
1: mean, where did I get the book?
0: Oh, well, I don't know. Do you like gave it to me? Did you buy it movies. off Amazon?
1: No, I don't buy. No, I check. Okay. I Good. rarely buy any books that are kind of, um, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, that are, um, uh, uh, of the time. I don't know. Like if they go out of, right fashion soon. okay let's cut to commercial craig
0: okay we're gonna caitlin, play commercial husband... oh yeah caitlin
2: are you gonna leave then
0: during yes the commercial I'll, break?
2: I'll leave then to go to my meeting
0: okay okay thanks for being with us caitlin we'll be back with easy r and me uh after this commercial break where we play an ad from another cool podcast on the bridge burner podcast collective here we go one two three
2: do you prefer your podcast to have solo narrators to two people telling private jokes are you looking for a podcast that is about true crimes and unsolved mysteries and not i repeat not Two friends hanging out and rambling about nonsense.
0: Do you like podcasts that stay on topic 100%
3: of the time?
2: If you answered yes to these questions and reenacted an Unsolved Mysteries podcast, it's not for you or the folks that left us those one-star reviews. We are just two pals who love the 1990s show Unsolved Mysteries and have no interest in actually solving mysteries from the episodes we watch and recap. Come get spooked with me, Robert, and my friend and relatively normal woman, Christo, every two weeks as we talk stack, ghosts, UFOs, food, and occasionally crying
3: on. Reenacted an Unsolved Mysteries Podcast
0: And we're back Co-host EZR, co-host Craig Back at you. So okay, Craig. so we're gonna play some clips of Michael A. here, right?
1: Okay, yes So uh, The way he runs his business Is the way he runs his <laughs> dating life, right?
0: <laughs> That's a stretch, but okay
1: I I, I feel like I think everything he does is for show. I think he knows the right things to say to not come off boorish and sexist or even maybe slightly racist as some other. He's kind of fetishizing her in a way.
0: <laughs> Where are you getting that, that? from? There's no evidence well, of that.
1: Yeah, there is. She says She says a line like, oh, do you like my this or that? And she goes like, oh, I love that. Like, I can use you for a business. No,
0: come on. Oh,
1: this is poor <laughs> interracial couple. I it, totally. I am gonna call him out. He is. That Craig. When have we? When's the last time there are despicable people on this show? Yes. But who has been? There are good examples. I know we have. I mean, there was the other Michael, coincidentally, who. You know, went off to file, fight for oil interest abroad. Uh, from, I don't remember that. From, from Hannah's season, the Michael everyone loved, who I don't, Big Mike or whatever they call him. <laughs> the Michael we got in a fight with a lot on Twitter.
0: <laughs> the Michael I got into a fight with. Oh, Mike. Yes. You mean yeah. Mike? Who has a podcast yeah, Mike. now? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes um but, the, but he's not i mean he was just a soldier he's not commanding a war so right. but he is milking it he's using it as his defense he's a vet you know things like that he li- he definitely had hypocritical moments but right. there are a few people that kind of choose their own destiny and and are so egregious to us oh um what's his name that we also said the um, an, an an actual war profiteer, the <laughs> the engineer from Tasha's season.
0: Oh right, who worked on uh like uh, fighter jets? Yeah, he, works right, for right. So he worked for Lockheed Martin. No, I Lockheed. think it was Lockheed okay. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So, Right, and everyone that was like, is- ooh, he's got a good job. He works as a an as aeronautical engineer. And he's like, yeah, designing weapons of mass destruction.
1: <laughs> right, right. So com- comparable to me, honestly. Yeah. In- comparable. Okay.
0: <laughs> so you think working at Lockheed Martin designing fighter jets is but comparable is, he- to at- re- reselling PPE? Materials
1: because he's a cog. He that that guy that I'm forgetting his name right now, so it's a T or something. You know, it's kinda like an off name, like uh, not quite Tyler, but it's like, you know, something else. Um, that guy is a cog in a machine. Michael is building his own destiny as a pair as a leech parasite. (laughs) So that way, yes.
0: This book really got to you that you checked out of the library.
1: Hmm. It's I really got really I mean, to you I, I, as i say i i when i read books about current events um i think they they're always kind of drawing on a bigger picture <clears throat> because they can't just be about the current event and typically as americans as a capitalist country we rarely learn these lessons but this book always will show you you know yes this has happened before it's always a bad thing. There's right. always opportunity to leech and to make money off of, uh, or to,
2: yeah,
1: uh, yeah anyway. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Here is Michael delivering some damn lines, milking it to death with Sierra.
3: Okay. This whole thing is so unfamiliar to me. Like, I don't date multiple people. I don't, this is weird. I am
1: and so, and so.
3: I'm just, I'm just trying to like. I'm
1: such a little newbie to the dating. Do this right, right?
3: Tonight I want to hang out with you, but I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if you're vibing with anybody. I take things slow. Just
1: Same. there's a lot right. of
3: state yeah. and I don't know how to like manage these things.
0: I want
2: to say that I'm bad
3: you. at it. Like, I'm really, bad at it. like I'm really bad at it. I am um, really bad at it. I don't think you're bad
2: at no. it. I, I mean you're doing, you're doing well
3: right now. It's odd because. You know, I'm, like, naturally guarded now, whereas before, I totally wasn't.
1: What do you mean, like, after
3: your, you know? (laughs) After after Laura passed. Yeah. Like, just, there, it's almost like a grieving thing. Like, I've dated a little bit, you know, after she, she passed away, and I feel like when things get too real, you know, I get scared. But I also truly believe I haven't bound the person I'm supposed to be with.
1: Now, Craig, hey. pausing it. Thank is you. That a, is that a line telling us that if he dumps you, if he ghosts you, oh, he's just grieving still. He's just <laughs> When it gets too real. Man,
0: you really don't like and, this guy.
1: Well, is that a line or not? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it could be a line. I like the line where he's like, oh, I I take things slow. It's like, oh yeah, that's why you're making out with chicks in the club, you know? Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love how he sets up an excuse for the morning after, right? If right. I duck out on you, I'm thinking about my dead wife. Sorry.
3: <laughs> Lauren. But hopefully I find that person here. I wanna, you know, get back to building and
1: and also a line
3: of stability that could be you all that any Um, woman USA
1: scary it is
3: yeah like when she passed away I actually started like sleeping across my bed like I switched because it was like wait hold hold on
0: pause it and then I just okay he slept across the bed I don't remember this when did this happen
1: oh they are they are pillow talking um him and Sierra under a hazy afternoon
0: yeah but how did and how did i miss him talking about this
1: i don't know but this was a great line because first off how gigantic is your bed that you can <laughs> sleep across yeah
0: exactly a full-size bed i don't think you can fit that way
1: yeah or Secondly, a queen
0: i should say a queen i, I
1: do like that, that, that he employs all the tricks in this one conversation which is why i cut it out so he must have a list Of things where he can def, you know, pull out at any moment. Things I do differently (laughs) after my wife died, and that you can help me fix, Lauren. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) you, any woman USA can help me with if you're special enough for me. Right. Are we being
0: insensitive, though?
1: No, I don't give a fuck. He's a pandemic profiteer. I've had like we are. I am not. I'm no longer gonna kowtow to like this, well, you know, also no, he is no longer a three D person to me. He is milking <laughs> his son, he's milking his dead wife's story here. I mean he,
0: okay.
1: he, he right? Yeah. Is he not?
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I'm I'm so, all about I'm all about going after guys that need to be gone after
1: so, and and girls. So right, right. So the, there's a f- sleeping <laughs> is diagonal across your bed. First of all, it's not a believable thing. I'm sure he had (laughs) that thought. And then he's like, what a great line.
0: Well, I like how she's, Sarah's eating it up too. She's like, oh really? Wow.
1: Oh yeah. She eats it up and I cut out this part, but she basically says, I'm going to cry. That is so real. Oh my God. We're getting so deep here. (laughs) Yes. Women will eat that up. You tell them you, your job is a normal job and you are just a poor widower i mean love widowers Somehow, <laughs> for some reason not me I'm it's because like, it shows
0: happens? you can go all the way haven't you watched are, seinfeld
1: are you on dateline like why are you a widower like <laughs> that's my question all the time
3: started
1: sleeping this way <laughs> oh my god you're gonna make me cry
3: yeah in, yeah, in my, I, I, yeah. Oh my
1: god. okay pause again sorry but that yeah, you got it. You are, I now have you. Like, I feel like he has a methodical step-by-step way of really, you know, he wears them down slowly like this. First, it's the, oh, I'm so shy now that I don't have right. a wife. And, oh, and I'm so, um, you know, I, I, it, I used to have not any walls up at all, and now I have walls up. Also, I have all these things that I do differently, now you got it. Uh,
0: I know. I, you got me
3: tearing up too.
1: <laughs> but, um, you know, going back to like, you know, dating new people and like incorporating them into your life. Like, I don't know. I feel like whoever you do and up choosing, right? Whoever it is, right? That it's never like replacing, you know, her. Yeah.
3: I am, like reflecting on the past, so that I don't forget it. And I know, like I want love. Like we well, Everybody wants the same thing. We all want happiness. And I don't know. Thank you for like listening to this. That's like amazing. you're so sweet. Make out. Sierra is amazing.
1: Wait, like I, we got to hear the last line. But I love that. He definitely has this written down somewhere. And at the end of his little notes, it says, thank her.
0: <laughs>
1: you bet it does. I will place money on this, Craig, that the last thing, because then not only are you suffering and sad, but you thanked her for listening. Right, Women right, fucking right. love listening. That's what we do. We listen and we absorb. And him... Getting down all the plays is just, is, 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 is that's such a Michael, that's such a him move. Now we know. So last line, which, by the way, he cannot square this circle, but he does. Okay. So let's listen to it. And it has something to do with his last line that was, um uh, something about, hold on, let's listen to it, and it'll come to me.
3: She totally understands that old type of love that, you know, is forever, that exists still between me and Laura, but also... Oh, sorry, it's Laura. That can happen when you do find love again.
0: I missed this entire scene. I must have fast-forwarded through it accidentally or something on the DVR, because I don't know how I missed this entire segment.
1: It, 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 It was quite the segment. It was quite the, you know, he's a, he is our good guy. He is our, we want him to pull through. He's supposed to be kind of an underdog in a way. And we want him to find love.
0: Of course he deserves love.
1: deserves love. There you go. What is this line though? I, I need to hear it again because it is, it, there's no way this makes sense to anybody. But he makes it make sense with okay. his voice, with what he's, the way he says it, not what he says.
3: So play it again on the past, so that I don't forget it. And I know, like I want love, like well everybody wants the same thing.
1: Okay, I want to reflect on the past, so I don't forget it.
3: She totally understands that old type of love that you know is forever. That. Exists still between me and Laura. Laura but also understands the beauty that can happen when you do find love again.
0: Okay.
1: That what? So he's saying, <laughs> Sierra.
0: Look, is the perfect he's from. Of woman. He's from Ohio. This is how people is talk it? in Ohio. <laughs> no, th-
1: this is not how people talk. Conversation. This an is an old gay. kind of love. I, this is him giving us the, uh, the, these are two kind of like, there is no way to say that you're moving on from your dead wife. Right. So the way he says it are incompatible sentences, but he (laughs) connects them. That's funny. And That's funny. Such, well, it maybe it's funny, but it's also, you know, how many times on this show have mostly men gone on and right. come off as boorish and sexist and um, especially unemotional or unemotive or um, crass, right? Right. But Michael does not. Michael gets the tender music, as I saw in my cast- And
0: you have no... Part of you that thinks he's being authentic, because because he's a COVID profiteer,
1: because he is a profiteer in general. Anything <laughs> okay. he can do to make that quick buck, it I I do believe that what I just said. Yes, but it's not necessary. It's just his personality. Right. It has little to do. I, I know you you keep wanting to go back to the COVID thing. But I think it's just him. He's just a shyster. He's just a grifter in yeah. every way. That that's my big picture here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. So you've 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 provided ample evidence to that. I
1: and I think it it does kind of go back to the fact that every time I see a Twitter roundup, you know, from the night before, people still mention Joseph from Claire's. <laughs> <laughs> of a right
0: they'll be like they'll be like how could they possibly show making out when yosef is at home with his kid yeah. right
1: it's not funny anymore no it's not it's, first off to me it, it was never really quite that funny but <laughs> so, someone like that comes off as such a heel right such a bad dude and that someone like michael I mean, the, there's not one, based on what we watch on TV, if we just take it at face value, there's not one bad thing to say about him. Where I just went on a half hour rant about all the bad things that I say <laughs> about him. Horrible
0: things. And that's hard hitting, deep dive content you can only get here on The Bachelor Masters.
1: Well, thank you, Real Bachelor Jobs, for yeah. actually. We're friends us
0: know. on Twitter. We, we like each other's tweets on Twitter every when we live tweet. We're, Good, but we're, it's chummy. important,
1: right, that these people that people like this get exposed because that, to me, is um, this is something that, uh, <laughs> as as we've said many times, there's a million reasons why I would be a bad reality show contestant, but <laughs> accidentally bringing up politics is my number one faux pas in the world. <laughs> like I cannot be in a room and not say, well, did you know that the lead paint actually, you know, did you know that DuPont, (laughs) like, I just can't, I just can't, I can't, I can't stop myself. My mouth. Can you
0: believe we put lead in gasoline and burned the gasoline?
1: Can you believe people used to breathe in lead, right? There are so many um, (laughs) policy issues that stick. It's not just the issue, it's the policy. And so... You know, we go big picture, we go Exxon, we go this person actually is responsible for the washing of the of, of, of the commercials. We You know, the, there are so many things to say right. when you look big picture. <laughs> and I'm a classic foot sticker and mouther of every time I get in a room. Do not get me in a room, Craig, with like a bunch of anybody.
0: <laughs> Don't and, put and you in a room. Care. OK, I got it.
1: Don't put me in a room. Don't okay. take me to a party and expect me not to. I cannot right. talk about the weather. I cannot talk about dogs. I will say something <laughs> that that will annoy somebody. But <laughs> goddamn if Michael isn't a uh, horrible dude, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, in agreement. All right. Um Craig, I got one last thing. It's about yes. Romeo. Oh, poor guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, here's a a a, a sans political issue. Um. Tell us again what happened with Romeo. The whole rundown of his little life. Oh Here's God! On Bachelor, because it's been kind of ping ponging, right? I don't know.
0: He was he hooked up with Jill before the show, he and he also hooked up,
1: hooked with, up Kira with Kira. Kira.
0: Yeah, no, and then I
1: hook up with Jill before the show. Well, they
0: were talking. It sounded like
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: talking about hooking up.
1: <laughs> right. Yes, you're right. That sounds true.
0: <laughs> ah, and then he tells Karen to buzz off. And then, mm-hmm. um and then he later tells Jill that he wants to explore other options. And then he goes over to Brittany and tries to make out with her, but Brittany's <laughs> like, uh-uh. <laughs> "Uh uh uh oh, uh classic. uh
1: uh." Who is Brittany, uh, by the uh, way? Uh. It says Matt season. i I don't
0: know i looked her up on instagram though she's like a straight up model she she's like all of her pictures on instagram are modeling like 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 high res modeling images you know
1: wow she looks totally normal in terms of i mean i'm sure people i'm sure she's beautiful but i'm saying in terms of on our screen she looks just like i didn't even know looks like any other person an intro package and i give her an epk they did not give her a like Hey.
0: here (laughs) on the
1: beach so i'm like who's this person
0: (laughs) so then jill freaks out and doesn't want anything to do with romeo anymore and then romeo goes around the cocktail party trying to find somebody to give his rose to um but he does end up giving it to jill
1: right yeah including kira which was great
0: (laughs) so he cries
1: she's in no position to dump to like not let a guy give her the rose but she does it anyway. (laughs) <laughs> to kind of set up a chase, but he's not interested in that chase. So he's like, all right, right. you don't want it, fine. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> so
1: here's an instance of one of of a guy whose instincts lead him wrong. Even when he does the right thing, it's the wrong thing. I find these men or these people, honestly, because it happens to women all the time too, insanely interesting. Including Hannah Brown. I think Hannah Brown's an excellent example of a woman whose instincts are just so off (laughs) that you can't do the right thing even when you really try. Now, personally, Craig, I think me and you are kind of on the same scale in terms of, hmm, I don't want to call it morals, but I think we both have a thing where we know when to do the wrong thing and it works out
0: great. (laughs) Yes.
1: Right? I definitely
0: know (laughs) when to do the wrong thing.
1: Yeah. And when we do the wrong thing, it just works out. <laughs> and when we try Sometimes. to do the right thing all the right. And when we try to do the right thing all the time. We get it. it bites us in the ass.
0: Yeah, can't that's true. can't
1: be like 100% moral. But Romeo. I, I'll give you an example of him doing the right thing. Jill says, please talk to Kira. Tell her you're not interested. He does that, and then it does bite him in the ass later, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, And then, right then, when he tries to play paradise as everyone should and does, it explodes in his face. Now he's like a leper, (laughs) and sorry to all lepers. um, And no one, he's radioactive. You can't touch him anymore because now he's he looks like a loser on that, like. Put it in, you know, whatever, 90s terms. He looks really bad. Right. No woman wants him because he just looks so bad and he's crying. Um, and I think this is... This is so strange because, to me, Casey makes a comment about Romeo. Um, and I feel like Casey has the same exact issue going on. No one's interested in Casey at all, sexually or romantically. <laughs> but he... <laughs> He has this. Casey has this self restraint that I guess comes with being older, and Romeo really doesn't. Every time he tries to follow his instincts, it leads it leads him off a cliff. And I guess this is what happens when you name someone Romeo, right? You just like, Casey gives
0: him. his rose to is that right? Casey
1: gives his rose to Sinead. Logan gives his rose to Sinead.
0: Oh, okay. You're right.
1: But anyway.
0: (laughs) Maybe they they didn't give Casey (laughs) a rose. Rose
1: (laughs) Rose to to Brittany, I think, actually.
0: Oh, okay. You're right.
1: Um, Poor Logan.
0: Poor Logan. (laughs) Sinead is going to go off with Aaron and make out with, oh, uh, not Aaron, uh, James, James. and make out with them and wonder what she's going to do in a love triangle. Right,
1: anyways. (laughs) I'm interested, like, Romeo's the kind of person you don't want around because you don't want their bad luck to rub on him. <laughs> But he seems like he's really unlucky, too, right? So I, I kind of feel for him um, because I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's just failed so many times at romantic relationships that he has this bad aura around him that comes around every time he comes around. So I am interested to see where he goes. I'm sure he's gonna get cut soon. But anyway, there's right. my um run my uh, uh, uh like Romeo sum up because
0: your hard hitting analysis. It's it's it's
1: it's, a, it's, a, it's really strange when you meet when you meet someone that just has the worst luck in the world, compiled with the fact that they don't understand they have the worst luck in the world, which gives them even worse luck. <laughs> right? It it doubles down on itself right as you would say as you would like to coin um okay and that's i see it. what you're saying anything else
0: no i think that's about it I, my brain is still foggy from it, recording so early in the Ted, morning
1: what about teddy and andrew and teddy leaving
0: yeah eh.
1: Mm.
0: Eh. <laughs> nothing to say right. about that
1: a- a- anything well yeah I mean, It's kind of sad when you get to that point. If
0: I um, were to have to choose between Andrew and the other guy, Rodney, uh, Rodney I would probably choose Andrew. Yeah,
1: why? <laughs> They're both football dudes.
0: I don't know. Andrew seems better looking and more funny. I don't know. seems like he's got more to offer, potentially. I
1: have... Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can't, I, I, I can't you see...
0: fake love, though.
1: I, I love Teddy's uh, – that's how I would feel about, you know, when you get to this place that's really empty in a relationship where who you're with you don't like and who, what your options are are not great. You just are like, fuck all of this. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm all there with Teddy. Right. Um, it's sad. It's a sad place to be. And like I said last week, you know they had this very cute delirious conversation because they were up for so long and I don't think it bonded them enough. Right. They actually right, don't right. have that much in common. Right. And, um, but that's where I'm at. Craig. Now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, since we have just, I just want to ask you, what are you reading then since you've been obsessed with my book? <laughs> I can send you my Goodreads, you know, if you want me to. Uh,
0: I'm not really reading anything right now, to be honest. Uh, I, uh, Yeah, I'm not really reading anything at the moment. Hmm. That's all. (laughs) That's that's the honest truth.
1: You don't like to read? I mean, sometimes the current, I don't, see, this is my problem is that with current event books, they tend to be about some version of, oh, climate emergency style stuff. And I'm like, but you're printing a book. right? Maybe don't print a book. (laughs) <laughs> that talks about how uh, how we're making all these things that we can't reuse, right? right? Or don't stop making things, kind of. Right. Anyway. Yeah. That's my well, issue, and that's why I go to the library.
0: Yeah, no, and, everyone should go to the uh, library. We go to the library a lot, actually. So. I
1: believe you. So You have yeah. no uh, rec- recs here? You don't have no...
0: No, I, I'm I'm literally not reading anything right now. Let
1: me read a book now. you got me interested.
0: Not a kid's book. Not a kid's. I read, I reread, or I read Stephen King, Needful Things, not that long ago, which is really big. It's um, right. me, I got it right here. It's a um, thousand pages. Yeah. yeah. Need, Needful Things is the one where the devil runs a knickknack shop. Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
1: Everything is it's free, the, but it comes the, at a the price. Is also cursed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Simpsons did a spin off of it. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah.
0: So um, did Rick and Morty, for that matter. Yeah.
1: Oh, good. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> All right
0: Which okay. is back on so, the air, by the way, although I'm not really liking this sixth season of Rick and Morty. It's not yeah, really my.
1: Not really my. So long ago. Uh, not yeah. that it was ever my thing, anyway.
0: Well, it's, but, it's a rare show where the pilot is still the best episode. I
1: hate... I, that is so true of the last, like, 20 years of shows. <laughs>
0: Don't you think? No, I mean, usually the pilot's just the starting point and the shows get better, right? That's the whole point.
1: Well, but, I think with comedy kind of self-contained half-hour things, I find that true of a lot of shows aired since the 2000s most of them are trying to find their footing but because writers are so meta now that they totally know they have a self-realized project in their head so the first episode gets so much traction and has everything so well formed that by the time you get to the third episode they're out of ideas and you're like oh great okay so now i have to de-invest um okay craig (laughs)
0: tell us what you really think
1: Here's my here's my long-term uh, 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 view yes. of what's going to happen. My big question is the forced scenarios, the forced skits, the padded added things that they've put in these two episodes. As always, I don't like it. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's entertaining. And obviously it leads to no, it's of no consequence. I can, I want to know by the end about, let's try to take a, let's try to keep a running tally in our head of how much of this season is this fake scripted pre-planned stuff versus how much is actual genuine. Now that's taking into account that's reality TV. And a lot of it isn't genuine. A lot of it is fake. But as we all know, you know, th- there's a line there. My line is, you take a real person's reaction, put into a set up scenario. Right. That's real to me, right. right? But you make Aaron say a line about how he wants to be in a relationship and how he was guarded, but he's interested in Genevieve. That's fake to me. <laughs> Aaron is not interested in having a relationship. Um,
0: if I looked like Beefy McBeefcake, I'd probably not be interested in a relationship either.
1: Exactly. You think that man doesn't walk in and with his with his hilarious charm, charms a million women a night? Oh, like, he know, doesn't have charm. Women? He's no. totally charming. I tell you this, <laughs> someone who is not attracted to his face or his body, I tell you this is a just a woman watching my screen he is charming uh, um yeah i'm okay. not interested in him in that
0: i'll keep an eye on i'll keep an eye on whether or not he's charming
1: okay let's kiss time now okay, <laughs> that was okay,
0: okay well, let's um, uh, wrap this up
1: all right then craig so by the end of the episode by the end of the season let's see if this was a necessary season or not yeah based on those guidelines
0: okay all right. Well, it's just going to get just we're just getting started. That was only the first, really the first week we just had. Yeah. And there's still five more to go or something like that. So right, right, right. Uh, And two a week, two times a week, Monday and Tuesday. So lots can happen. There's still ways to go. All right. Follow us on social media. Leave us a review and we'll talk to you later.